Oh, I know how we can start the podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Um, if uh, someone asks you why, um, why you follow them on social media, what you don't want to do is be a bastard and start talking <laughs> about the size of someone's boobs. Maybe just be a good human and actually say why. And if you don't have any reason apart from the boobs, just don't say anything. Go into yeah. your hole, get under a rock, and learn how to be a better human being. Thank you. I needed that. No worries, no worries. Welcome to the World to Rates podcast. Um, that was a public service announcement from me, Chris Payne, saying, stop being dickheads. Yeah. Specifically men. Specifically just, men. <laughs> just sort it out. Yeah. But it's not right. all men, but it's a lot of you. I was having a conversation with a friend um, about... I don't know why I said that so weirdly. I had a conversation. I had a conversation friend. with a friend. I'm the kind of person <laughs> who has friends. Yes, I have many friends. Friend. Please, believe me. So I was having this conversation about, you know, how like women manage to control themselves and don't you know you don't go oh oh boobies like you, <laughs> you women say oh you're looking really nice today or i like your hair today or i like your makeup it's not like it's not like oh i could i could motorboat her <laughs> but um what i would like to know is um what we're doing this week cat oh okay so Smooth. That was such a smooth transition. I feel like I'm being interviewed. Um, so what I makes thought... you feel like you're qualified for this position? <laughs> um, uh, no comment. Alright, well fuck <laughs> off then. There you go. So, with this week's podcast, uh, we're still doing this sort of like unstructured thing at the moment, just to kind of take a bit of pressure off of us. Yeah, we're lazy. Um, we're lazy. Um, I'm fine And I thought... Because a lot of people are handing in their dissertations, it might actually be a bit late in in hindsight. <laughs> uh, people are handing in their dissertations, and it made me think of like what advice would I give to eighteen, nineteen year old Katrina in first year of university? Um, and I thought, yeah, it might be a good topic of like what advice would you give your pre university self? It doesn't even necessarily have to be university stuff, but I just thought. You know, that's an experience we've both gone through and we might have some funny stories as well that will be interesting to discuss. Yeah. Mr. Payne. Do you want me to start you off? Um, something I tell myself is, and I, it's, it's, it's a weird one to start off with, but I go with it. Um, make sure you pack a pair of scissors because when I got to uni, oh. I realised I had not bought any scissors. Um, yeah, that, and that's not good. It, you know, it on its own, it wouldn't be so bad. However, I also had not unpacked any of like the stuff that like we bought. So you had these like knives oh, like inside knives that you plastic packaging, <laughs> and things that had the like black um, like cable tie things around them, um, which are quite hard to take apart without scissors. Um, and the oh list went on. God. So I, my parents dropped me off, they left, it was all good. I went to the shop, came back, fine. Started unpacking my stuff and went, oh, 
Oh dear. This isn't very good. I I need those. Um and so I basically had to um the first of many terrible encounters with knives, um, use another knife, which luckily was not in a in a like plastic thing, to try and cut through these oh bits of plastic. God. Um, and I lost count of the amount of times where I nearly impaled myself on my first night at university. So um, I definitely say make sure you don't have... Also, a little follow-up thing involving knives. There's a lot of stories involving knives. Kind of concerning. Um, if you drop a knife, what you need to do, and it's very important, step backwards so the knife <laughs> falls onto the floor. And not what I did which was me chopping, like, onion or something. So I've got, like, the big, like... I've got, like, a big knife, like... I don't know, like, so big. Like, it's pretty sharp. Um, and I just, you know, I, I dropped it because I'm clumsy. Butterfingers, whoops. Um, and I just watched it fall towards my toes. And I'm incredibly lucky that it landed with the blunt side on my toes. So it just hurt me. Because it didn't even occur to me in that moment that the sharp side would just just potentially cause me some injury. Um, I, you know, in retrospect, it seems weird that I would not have moved. Um, I think yeah. I think I was just in some kind of weird psychotic mood where I was like, I wonder how this will pan out. Um, but yeah, so that's that's something I tell myself. Remember your scissors. Um, be careful with knives. Um, that's just one of many, but I, I thought I'd start us off with that one. How, how did that one make no, you feel? No, that... Can you, you imagine what? the it knife just, going down towards your feet? It was a bit too relatable because... Oh, Lord. Honestly, last week, I actually sent... Um, I've got photo evidence because it was very similar to your story there and I Thank thought you. I was going to lose a toe. Um, oh, we've got sort of like lino in our kitchen... And the knife, and this is a big kitchen knife, very sharp, like Debenhams. It's our best knife. You know, you have like one you knife have the that's good the knife. Sh- sharper than the rest. Yeah, it's so good. And um, I was washing up and, you know, when you like looking around and there's like, there's no more space to put the washing up um, and you don't want to take your gloves off and dry stuff up to put it away to then start washing up again. So you just sort of like play Tetris. Um so I was doing that, and then this fuck-off knife slides out, and I'm wearing Crocs, so it would have been game over. And I moved my foot, so I did move back, otherwise I would have lost a toe, and it stuck upright in the floor. Like, it embedded itself into the floor. I had to actually pull it out with, like, um, like, wait, King Arthur? Wait, is that right? Am I being fucking dumb? What you're trying to say here is the sword and the stone thing, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm now just... doubting whether it's King Arthur, but I don't know why, because... Okay, yeah, carry on. I'll, I'll research this. I'll fact yeah. check. Yeah. But, like, I I then, like, pulled that out of the... It, it, like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't that hard to pull out, but, like... It was. Um, it was a big yeah. struggle. You can sense her just... <laughs> I then pulled it out of the floor and was like, oh, my God. You know, you look at your toes and you have a new appreciation for them after that. I was like, oh my God. But no, yeah, that that, that advice is good for at any age. 
I'd don't drop so. a massive knife on I, your foot. Knives are dangerous and you should be careful with them. That's yes. that's what I would I, I would say. Um, oh, another thing with knives is that when you go to welcome university, to knife safety, everyone. By the way, knife safety. Um, you don't need six knives to go to university because I guarantee you'll only use two of them. Why did you Maybe have even six one. knives? Oh no, I didn't. My housemate did, and then everyone just used. I bought two knives, right? Because I'm a sensible bean. No, I was just poor and couldn't to afford be fair, more. I did have. Yeah, current. Yeah, like I went to Marks and Spencers. Um, this is the o- like the only thing. I think I bought a blanket and then two knives from Marks and Spencers because I thought I'll treat myself to those three things. And um, yeah, so I bought those and they were great. And everyone in my house ended up using my two fancy knives instead of their 20 billion other knives and when you end up moving in with each other you end up and chris i'm sure you had this like with four five six different sets of cutlery that everyone's got yes and you all fight over some one person's like i max and max's cutlery and evie's cutlery was like posh so i we always used to like nick that their cutlery instead of ours it's so weird because you don't... This is the thing, right? I actually have several things here, so I'm going to try and remember all of them, but I'm going to say them in the wrong order so I'll forget one. Um, yeah. What is it about... So, like, when I got to third year, by the time I got to third year, I had um, six glasses, just, like, normal, like, glasses. Yeah. Um, probably, like, five, six, maybe seven mugs. Um, like four plates, multiple bowls, so on, so on, so on, and then the cutlery and all stuff. And it was like, why, why does it never occur to like us as students to like just share it more? Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, in first year, that's not ideal because the people you're you living with are properly. some of them are going to be disgusting and they're going to leave stuff to yeah. become moldy before they do anything about it. But there's a point where, like, especially by third year, you generally kind of trust the people you're with. Like, you've got, and it's like, yeah. at that point, you are just wasting space in this house because yeah. each of you is trying to fit the same stuff into different cupboards, and like, it just doesn't work. And I've just never, it's never occurred to me that True. maybe like, we should just like, we should be more like forward planning and go. Actually, you know what? Let's just pull it together. But I don't know, maybe we just like owning stuff and that's like... Well, to be fair, like, we, when I moved in, I lived with the same people for three years because I was very lucky. Yeah. And, um, like, there was other people in our flat in first year that didn't continue living with us. Um, But we... Yeah, literally. The fallen Um, soldiers. The fallen soldiers. One of them was my, my biggest nightmare. But we'll probably talk about that in a bit. But, um... With the with plates and stuff, we all shared in in second and third year, um, and we had dinner parties and stuff like that. So we all just. But the only thing I would say, is if you have like a special glass that has been given to you and is sentimental, or it will get broken. Yeah, so, possible. So don't if you if you don't want it to get broken, keep it in your room and don't use it because it will get smashed. Like I had. 
in first year, uh, Katie actually bought me for my, I think it was my 18th birthday, um, a wine glass which she'd like got engraved. We stan Katie, my... by the way, just want to throw that we, in. That's a world's rights podcast, Katie. stan. Stan her. But she got me this lovely glass that was engraved and it just one one day disappeared and I think it was my evil housemate who smashed it and then just didn't tell me. Mm. So it just dis- evaporated. Um, yeah, so that was sad. So yeah, just if you've got something special... It will get broken Definitely. if you keep it in communal areas. Definitely. So. If not by yourself, by someone else, someone's going to break it. It might well be you. Things happen. Um, going back to knives thing, I have just tried to say and count how many <laughs> I had. So I had a set of three plus yep. a bread knife. Okay. And I think that was literally the, like, I think that's the maximum you need. That's the maximum. Yes. It was like there was like so I had a bread knife. I had like and then it was like varying sizes. It was like a big one, like smaller one, then a smaller one again. And like yeah. I guess they each had different kind of needs. Like you wouldn't pull out the big knife if you were cutting like cheese or something. You know, it, yeah, they're different purposes. That's yeah. it. That's your maximum. That's a good tip. Don't start overthinking it and bringing your entire kitchen cupboard. Like, yeah, ideally bring the bare minimum. Because you're definitely going to end up buying shit anyway. Oh, yeah, you will. And, like, why start at a low base so that when you buy stuff, it doesn't become overwhelming? Because otherwise, you'll buy the same stuff anyway. And then by the time you leave university in three years, you'll be like, fuck me, my house is full of shit. Um, And it's a nightmare. Also, don't buy expensive, um, like, cooking shit. Yeah. Like... Don't buy fancy no. pots and pans because no. they will die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the first we year had... I bought, I had like cheap ones. They were like, I mean, I bought them from Tesco. They, you know, to be fair, yeah. they got me through first year. They weren't so nice after that. Um, and at no. that point I kind of bought a nicer set, but that was more just because I was like, hmm, these will last a bit longer now and stuff. And I was thinking ahead at that point. I was like, well, if I ever... Like, if I don't live at home after uni, then I can use these. But it wasn't like I didn't go to uni having splashed cast and bought the most expensive stuff. Ideally, yeah. don't buy the most expensive stuff. Wait and see how you handle it, because you might well break it anyway. And you'll feel less bad yeah. if you break a cheap Tesco pan. Or burn it. You, or burn you it. Drunk, you got drunk a lot in first year. And I don't, I don't think I burnt any of my stuff, but my No, I was quite good actually beat but you got the um the short straw because um evie tried to make christmas pudding and and melted a entire plastic thing into her and burned shit out of her out of her pan hilarious one of the funny events of my university experience we were trying to because we're on the fourth floor and it we're trying to stop the fire alarm going off so we didn't get charged and yeah, this melting pot went out the window and <laughs> horrible. <laughs> All of that. And then um with the there was another pot she had that Max um was cooking pasta and I don't know if he was drunk or just forgot, but he just left pasta left and, mm-hmm. and burnt the shit out of the pan. Mm-hmm. Like it was not usable. It was like charcoal. <laughs> um yeah. so yeah, like 
Bees probably got like a pink pan, a orange pan, a black pan. Like at this point, multicolored pans. Yeah, I've got a like a, thing. I've got a three pan frying pan that I bought on my first day at uni because I realised I didn't have a frying pan and um, it's still in my cupboard. I I still use it. Nice. Um, so like you know the cheap stuff sometimes lasts, sometimes it survives. Very true. Very um, true. Yeah. Um, I think. I had a third thing as well. Um, Go for it. Now, it kind of takes us off topic for a bit. But Uh-oh. I'm going to start by by being on topic and then we'll go into my angry rant. Um, so, don't um, don't think that you're good enough to not go to places like Aldi or Lidl. Um, because they'll quickly become your best friend. Um, oh, yeah. Very quickly. Um, because, and weirdly... And go with me on this. There are some stuff in Aldi and Lidl that, like, y- like you'll only find it there, and it's actually really, really nice. Like, it's really good, oh, yeah, and you yeah, actually yeah. want you'll go to, specifically to buy that. Um, so yeah. I'm just saying, I I love Aldi. I'll, I'll be in there a while. Like Same, the fact that I yeah. walked down the middle aisle one day and genuinely saw a chainsaw for sale, um, <laughs> is the most beautiful thing I've ever. I didn't buy it, but I love the fact I saw it. Now. Let's take that love for Aldi and remember it as I go into this part. Okay. So okay. this week, I don't know if you saw it, M&S have decided to sue Aldi. Um, what? And it's over. I mean, I feel like I didn't even need to... You know the caterpillar cake? Yeah, I oh, I saw this. You know I the saw this, but cake. I didn't... Yeah, I saw a, a TikTok about this, but I didn't know that it was an actual problem. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. So M&S I have decided to get angry because... Um, so M&S... Marks and Spencers, they have their caterpillar and it's called Colin. Colin the Caterpillar. Aldi also sell a caterpillar cake and it's called Cuthbert's. Now, <laughs> let's ignore the fact that that sounds name. like an ultra Tory. Um, no, it's been around True. for a while. Um, that's theirs. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, it's another one of those Aldi rip-off things where, um, you know, Aldi are well-known for taking, like, a brand and, like, Adjusting it a bit, it. like yeah, yeah. And, and like changing the name, so it like it looks the same, like it's similar enough that you go, oh, I know what this is, but um, yeah, you know, it's it's not. Anyway, um, I've actually had the uh, the caterpillar one from Aldi, pretty damn nice. <laughs> but let me take you through some other ones from other supermarkets. Oh yeah. There's... So Asda sell Clyde the caterpillar. <laughs> Tesco, Tesco sell. Curly the caterpillar. I thought Tesco was the like origin of the caterpillars. I, like, don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had an M and S caterpillar cake. That's too bougie. Yeah, I, I think that what this is saying is that M and S were the first one. Um, Morrison's have got Morris the caterpillar. Not so great. Sainsbury's <laughs> have got Wiggles the caterpillar. Now, oh, the big cool. underlying thing here is that every supermarket. Has a caterpillar cake. They're just Why like some they basic, Aldi? like British thing, right? Like everyone's had it at some point. We've all seen it. We all know what it looks like. Blah blah blah. Like it's a caterpillar cake. It's basic stuff. Um, now, if I have to pick a side, which you know, let's say, let's take this to the extreme. Let's say that this is me saying which supermarket should live and which supermarket should die. I would take a gun place it on Marks and Spencer's head and pull the trigger before I got rid of Aldi. Um, yeah. I don't like 
that um, M&S have gone for this, and they can fuck off. That's what I'm saying They here. can fuck off. Withdraw your legal action, because no one cares about you. If you're failing, get better, and maybe stop being so bougie so that people want to shop there. Um, but get your fingers off Aldi, because I'm not, I'm not willing to... So I, I will stand up in court if it needs to happen. I will be there and defend Aldi's rights to take a brand, make it cheap, and sell it to me. Yes. It is the best, and M&S can fuck off. I'll shut it down, gladly. So, you know, back off, M&S. Um, but that was just yeah, a small, angrier side that I had um, from the week. Unrelated, but, you know, also Aldi's great, so. Aldi is great. Oh, yeah, but you got to... The thing is, I thought Audi was going to be my saviour. Good thing to do is if you're about to go to uni is actually to check where the supermarkets are in relation to your student accommodation. Because in Oxford, for example, they're they're all like Metro, Tesco Metro and like mini Sainsbury's and all of that lot. They're... It's, it's difficult and most people don't... Uh, like I don't know if with you, but in Oxford, we weren't allowed to bring cars in first year because there there wasn't the parking in Oxford's funny about that, so we weren't allowed to bring cars. So no one drove, so you can drive to the shop. So you just had to settle for like co-op and and all of that. Um, yeah, what is it? Was it? How was it in Birmingham? With, so um... Birmingham was where I was. We had a Tesco like click and collect point literally outside my uh, my accommodation. So it meant that you could beautiful. literally place Tesco delivery and it would just come straight to you there and you just have to take it from the back inside. Really easy. Um, the rest of it, so there was a little town um, like about 15 minutes walk away that had um, like a, a small Sainsbury's um, I think had a Marks and Spencer, um, Waitrose, I think, was there. It was a, you know, it was it was that kind of dollar-dollar area. Um, yeah. But also the other direction, and close to where I lived second and third year, there's a, like, as I'm going to call it, and will ever call it, the big Sainsbury's. Um, yeah. And Aldi, and, like, two Tesco Expresses within, like, five minutes of each other, um... So yeah, that was a good choice of things. It was a little bit of a walk in first year because you're on like further away, but it wasn't a ridiculous yeah. amount. Um, and you could definitely walk it. You might feel quite tired when you got back while you're shopping, but you could easily walk it. Yeah. Whereas that's, Oxford that's... is a oh, Oxford God, just feels yeah. like it's an un... not unfriendly city, but like Oxford is too small for anything to have been built like yeah. near the centre, right? So I have to For imagine sure. if there's like supermarkets and things, you're going outwards. You have to get out to the bits that had oh, yeah. like that like have been built later. So I feel like if you are anywhere relatively near to the middle of Oxford, then you settle for the smaller shops or get your walking boots on because you're going for a long okay. one. Okay. This this brings me <clears throat> this is a nice segue too. My my life hack, and I only actually did it once, and everyone took the piss out of me. However, I stand by it. I might have told you this before, but um, I knew I needed to buy alcohol and uh, mixers from Tesco. Tesco was like, um, is, was it a mile away? It's diff- it, we lived on a hill, so... It probably wasn't a mile away, but... And did you have to walk up the hill to Tesco? Yeah. 
uh, well, down the hill, but then up the hill oh. once you've got all of your shopping. So it was a bit of a shitter. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a long walk, but it was just hard if you had a load of crap like I would um, going back up. So I decided to take my cabin suitcase with wheels that's got four wheels and that my nan bought me for my birthday so when I was going back and forth from Pierce's house that I could take it in this nice oh so I love that suitcase um and I thought okay if I'm going up a hill a hill with a shit ton of alcohol why don't I take my suitcase go to self-checkout so the woman at the checkout till is not going to judge me for putting alcohol into a suitcase and then and then walk home and it was the best decision I made I didn't split any bags I didn't want to cry after 10 minutes of walking I just got on with it and um it was it was very successful I actually had a friend in Birmingham who did that she lived further away from Aldi um yeah so she yeah on several occasions just went with a suitcase and like that and it was she was like, yeah, it was the best choice I've made because she just got to the end, um, like went through, got to the packing ping, put it in a suitcase, off she went, perfect. Never broke a thing in her life. Um, exactly. And it was, and it was like, brilliant. The whole point of having a suitcase is to transport things. So why wouldn't you just apply that to your food shop if it's if it's necessary? Yeah, oh, my mind's gone blank. Don't um, buy... Like Sainsbury's own brand or Tesco own brand lager. That just you might you might want to save money. Don't do that. That is too low. You're not. You are not a homeless man who is spending his daily takings on on lager. That is two percent. Don't do it. Treat yourself. Be kind to yourself. Don't do it. Honestly, it tastes like ass, and it's not even strong enough to get you drunk. So just don't. Do Buy it. yourself something nicer. Treat yourself. Go on. Yeah. Um. But... Something I'd say, and it, it's it's more because I'm a horrible introvert. Um, don't feel bad if the last thing you want to do at uni is go out clubbing every night and stuff, or like doing things because there's a lot of pressure to do that. I think, especially when yeah. So I know that my housemates were really into that. Really, they that was all I wanted to do, and like everyone went, um, like a few nights, especially in Freshers' Week. And I just, it's just not for me. Um, I don't really enjoy it that much, to be quite honest with you. Um, maybe it's because I was born about sixty years old, and I just continuously age. But it it feels like hell, and I've been a couple of times, and I do not enjoy the experience that much. Um, it just, I'm uncomfortable. People are just too close and like I feel quite um privileged not to have anyone try anything like um like do anything to me um more if that's a guy or what I don't know but I've known my my female friends say that they've had incidents in clubs and things where men have got far too um comfortable comfortable and touchy and doing yeah. you know really inappropriate behavior um, and I just, yeah, don't, look, if you don't want to do it, don't put yourself for it. Just say, just feel free to say to your housemates, your flatmates, whatever. I don't want to. Um, 
and don't let yourself be peer pressured into it. If you don't want to do it, it's cool. Do what makes you happy. And you, you might happy. find that they feel the same way as you. Yeah. And then you can do something that you all like. I yeah. know um, with my house lot, we all preferred pubs to clubs. Yeah, so absolutely. We did, we did freshers. We all went out and did clubbing. And then by the end of it, we were exhausted and just like, do any of you actually like clubbing? Because I don't. And then we realised that we preferred pubs. And then we actually had two amazing nights of like we went to um, an Irish pub and we're singing along with some folk musicians and then we went to another Irish bar funny enough and there was um, a tribute band I can't remember who the tribute band were now but we were just singing and dancing along and we were like the only young and there really don't don't be worried that people will see you um, negatively for that because to be honest if you have people that think that start looking at you in a negative light because you don't want to go clubbing or something, then the good news is that you've just discovered who you don't want to stay friends with. Um, yeah. Quite honestly, like your friends should actually be supportive of you and understand that it's not something you want to do. And there's stuff you can do. Like in summer, we used to have like um, barbecues in the park together, like not like a park park like a big field basically um and we all used to sit down and we'd all bring you know someone would bring crisp someone would bring lemonade you know and and, and that was really nice there's loads of things you can do that are cheap and definitely and cheerful definitely um, yeah you, you can do so much like it's not all uni can be whatever you um you want it to be almost like there's yeah. no one way that you can go through it and enjoy it. Some people are perfectly content to go, to like do their work, to like just chill and not do a lot. And that's acceptable. Some people are willing to go and, you know, be out all the time and, you know, maybe not do as much work and then just come out with like two, one, whatever, fair play. Like everyone has their own experience Um, and you shouldn't feel bad for whatever one you have. Don't have yeah. any regrets. Don't look at someone else and think, "Oh, what if I'd had more fun?" And but, you know, it, it it's just not. It didn't happen, and that's fine because you did your thing. Um, yeah, and and that's the thing. You're typically only at university once, and that's like the the years that you have to be carefree with sort of very few responsibilities, and so enjoy yourself and. Like, obviously, balance your work, because you've got to remember that's the reason why you're there, is to get a degree. But, you know, just don't... Like, in third year, there's a lot of pressure to uh, knuckle down, which is which is good, because, you know, if you need to do the work to get, a, like, the grade you want, then then do that. But also, that time goes so quickly. I'm sure you'll agree with me, Chris, that, like, those three years just get away from you like it's it's crazy it feels like a dream like do exactly what you want when you want absolutely um and then i feel like i've moved away from the we can go back to the funny side but it's 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 a good time to mention it um one thing i would definitely tell myself is go and get help for your mental health when you notice signs of it and also don't kind of hold back from so i you know i've explained before i a few months into university i i kind of increasingly knew that i wasn't feeling good 
Um, and it was something that had yeah. been there before uni, but I just placed it down to other things. Um, and so I went to see my doctor. And my doctor was like, yes, I, I think you're depressed. I think you have anxiety. I was like, okay, well, this is good. I have like a, a name for it now. An answer, yeah. Um, and they were like, so here's some stuff we can do. We can, you can go to therapy. You can have, try and go to therapy and have a few sessions. You can, and we, you know, they normally recommend that you did that with medication. And for some reason, I was dead set against medication at the time. I was really, really, really like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Um, now, spoilers. I did. Um, <laughs> and in some ways, it would have been better had I started that journey a little bit sooner, I think, for me, just generally. Um, yeah. As it's turned out, it's not like things have gone necessarily badly for me because of the things that have happened, like, I still came out of uni with a first. I still succeeded in my degree. I managed to do things I wanted to do. Um, but I think I potentially made things harder for myself by trying to wish away the things that I was actually going through. And it going to uni is a tough time because you're you're 18 or, you know, normally 18, 19, whatever. It's possibly the first time you've actually lived away from home for, like, a while. Like, you're basically... yeah leaving home at that point it's a bit different obviously and different for everyone but you're basically leaving home and you start you start realizing how stressful you find some things how stressful you find responsibilities of doing some things um you know remembering what bills you have to pay what you know when the rent has to be paid whether you've got enough money to pay for things what shops you need to go to what you need to do and then like there's lots of things that can suddenly seem like a lot out of nowhere um and you know you're in a different place you're a place you're not really that familiar with with people that you don't know so well um it's this whole time of change and you 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 might suddenly become aware of things that you've been repressing for a while or you might you know you might discover some new things about yourself and it's i think it's just important to accept them as being somewhat valid like your feelings are always always valid um, yeah. And if you're struggling, um, do your best if you can to try and get help. And it, it might not be easy. I know at my uni, um, the mental health support at the time wasn't great, quite honestly. It was appalling. Mm. Um, it's got better now. I was reading something the other day about improving access to to therapy and talking therapies, which is really good. Um, but it was appalling when I was when I was really struggling. Um, and yeah. it took me out longer to get there. Um and I didn't really talk to my friends about it and the people that I cared about. And that was a mistake because actually had I done that a bit sooner, that would have really helped me. Um, so, yeah, if you if you feel safe in doing so, um, talk to people, share your experiences, because as with so many things, yeah. you might find out that a lot of people feel the same way. I didn't realise that a lot of people who I was friends with were struggling with similar kind of thoughts and feelings. Um, and we actually sat down and talked about it and, and realising that we had common things going on. It was like, oh, God, this is yeah. good because I, I I know that actually I'm not some weirdo who's got some, like, you know, I'm not uber sensitive for no reason. Like, yeah, no, you, you realise it. So it's, it's definitely good to remember that, you know, you, whatever you're feeling, it's valid. Just and do what another, you need. Another thing sort of supporting this is that remember that your lecturers are people too and mm-hmm. they have been in your situation doing that degree doing your the undergrad and um 
actually like to get where they are a lot of lecturers have to go through therapy and um struggle with mental health stuff because uh, for some reason doing well not for some reason there's obvious reasons why but doing a phd did just that um is really mentally challenging for people so they will probably be able to relate to you so if you do need to message them saying you need to take a mental health day or you um you're struggling and you're you're hoping to get help but like you know because then they it might be just stuff like if they want to pick someone out of the class to give an example they won't pick you that day you know just just to give you a bit of that you know them they're just you got to just remember that they're people and and I did that with, like, new modules that I did in third year. Like, I would message the lecturer and I'd go, hi, just want to let you know um, I struggle a lot with depression, anxiety. Um, it would really be helpful to me if you could, like, not, um, like, pick on me for questions and expect to be, like, I will try my best to, to volunteer answers um, when I feel comfortable, yeah. but it would help me. And and everyone was really good about it and, and really was great and i actually it was i hate putting my hand up and giving answers to things um but i actually did it in all of those modules i was like yeah sure i'll throw an answer in it might be completely wrong but i'm yeah. at least comfortable to do it and it was because i'd you'd take set that, that pressure thing. off for yourself yeah Definitely. no 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 100 no that that all all makes sense and i like... think as well if your lecturers don't because i mean you know as much as a lot of lecturers are really good in understanding, some of them are complete dickheads. Um, oh, yeah, some of them. And some of them will just, like, not understand or not be helpful. Um, and it sounds... It's something that a lot of people are a little apprehensive to do at first. Don't be afraid to go up a level. Um, oh, yeah, it's right. And I, I yeah, did it a few it. times because sometimes it's not acceptable. You have the right to be... You know, you're paying... If you're a UK University student, you're paying £9,000 a year. Right, and if you're international, it's like what thirteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. could be, could be. It's what well, I. It's crazy. So you know, you're paying a lot of money for this. You definitely have the right to be treated as, you know, in with respect, and in yeah. the right way. If you feel that your lecturer isn't treating you with respect, then you have a really, really good option. Go to the next step up and explain to them why you feel, and don't be afraid of making yeah. problems with that lecture because, to be honest. If you're feeling like they're marginalising you or being rude to you or being, you know, not treating you properly, they're almost certainly doing it to other people as well. Yeah. Um. So don't be afraid to do that. I've done it a couple of times um, and I, you know, it, I felt like, fuck the consequences. I'll do it. And actually what happened was it worked out well because even though the lecturer wouldn't have listened to me had I said it, it came from the top down and they were yeah. like, ah, I have to sort the- this out. And it did. They did. And it, it became this better thing. And I hope that that's helped other people as well. And that and that's, and that's the other thing. It's not just you. You've got to think it's the people in the following years and who might be too scared to say something as well. So um, that's really And important. the people before you who might have felt the same and gone, oh, I'm not going to say anything. Like, you could be the one to break the cycle. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah. Not, I wouldn't see it as like... I think some people the, thought it's like a Karen kind of thing of like, I'm going to talk to your manager. Um, but no, like, you have the right to be treated fairly. And if you're not being treated fairly, definitely say something because you deserve better. The, the advice I would say as well is that 
it it doesn't hurt to get your lecturers to like you and the more effort you are putting in the more willing they will be to give you feedback and to help you oh um, yeah for sure and like Don't be worried about looking like a nerd or something like that's embrace that no and you've also got to remember that you're networking as well like the people there are professionals in if if you end up wanting to do a phd or um work in research or work at a university or anything like that and they they've got their own lives if so like for me you know all these music people in one room they they've all got different experiences and different people that they know so um they're a great resource to network from I just thought of a random one that's sort of like going backwards slightly, but I think it's really useful to people if they're in student accommodation. Um, Oh, two things, actually. Okay. Thank you, Pippin. Thanks, Pippin. Um, The first one is that the washing machines that they get you to use, they... A, A, they're so expensive and they try and rip you off by making things awkward prices and that your cart... It'll be like a minimum of £5 to top your cart up and then the the washing machine will be like £2.60. So you you have to just constantly um, top it up. But my advice is if you've... So say you're a girl and you, you've got a girl housemate that you get on well with, do it together because they're massive machines so you'll be able to fit all your stuff in and then it's cheaper and you can treat yourself to using the tumble dryer or whatever. Also, bring a clothes horse. Oh, my God, every day. Every day. I forgot, and that was an... No. An no. mistake. Tell you what, I don't know if it's the same in Oxford. In Birmingham, definitely. The tumble dryers were shit. <laughs> they were appalling. I, like... So we had a... We, um, I'm actually going to name name and shame the company. Like, they were called Circuit <laughs> Laundry. Um, and they were that the sounds... biggest load of scam lords. I, they were ridiculous, right? So they gave you this app, and the app was you, know, you turn up and you can scan this QR code, and it will just do it all through the That's app, bougie. and it will tell you when you're um you're washing. It's not bougie because it didn't work. <laughs> it was shit. It didn't work. It, it, it was it was crap. That's what it was. Um, essentially, um, so I ended up having to have this like laundry card. I think I still got it somewhere. Weirdly, um, whatever. And it's fine. The amount of times where I literally had to set aside an entire day to do my laundry because oh yeah, you get in there at nine a.m. You're lucky you got a machine. You close into the machine, cool. What is it? An hour and a half. Fine. Hop back over to accommodation. Start doing a bit of work on your essay, which you need to do, and you should have started a week ago. Um, cool. Blah blah blah. Hour and a half. You're back over there. Cool. Your clothes are clean. Um. You know, you, you kind of wish that the washing machine had spun a bit more water out of them because they're quite sodden. But, you know, that's the smaller oh, side. Yeah. It's fine. You move past it. It's clean, at least. You can smell them. They're clean. Great. They go into the tumble dryer. Tumble dryer is on. It goes two hours. No worries, B. I'll see you in two. Hop off, do some stuff, eat some food, waste some time, procrastinate, whatever. Back down. Check on your clothes. Not really that much drier than when you left. Kind of... Yep. It's more like someone has just gently breathed on them. Like, there's there's some idea of warmth. There's, like, the concept of warmth is somewhere there, but not much else. So you're like, it's okay, it's okay, maybe there's a problem. You remember, you always remember, clean out the lint filter. You pick up, oh, yeah. weirdly, it's full of lint, and you're like, seems weird, I'm not sure you did anything to my clothes. It's fine. 
get rid of that lint, put it back in, put your thing on. You're spending more money at this point, but you don't care because you want dry clothes. Off you go. Back over to your accommodation. It's another two hours, blah, 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 blah. Watching YouTube, watching Netflix, cool. Lots of cups of tea, great. Back down again. They're drier, but they're not dry. They're not dry. You can that. still feel the moistness in there. And for some reason, for some reason, you think fur time is the charm. Yeah. Out goes the lint filter. Back oh, in. They think, this is now going to, you're now going to spend six hours trying to tumble dry your clothes. Tumble dry goes on. Away you go. Bit more work. Wasting time. Thinking about what you want for dinner. Wasting time. Bit more work. Back down again. You open it up. It's been almost eight, nine hours since you started your laundry. You open the machine. Yeah, I know, Pippin. I know. You open it up. Still. Still damp. How, you wonder? How could this have happened? How? I spent six hours tumble drying this stuff. How could it still be damp? That, and you end I, up I don't even having understand. spent three times as much as you should have done. It's still damp and you're like, I'm done. I'm done. Okay? It's the, the whole day has gone. Goes into your bag. You go home. Still damp. It basically feels as damp as when it came out of the washing machine somehow. You're like, what? How much? How has this happened? You put it on the clothes horse. You go to bed. You wake up the next day. Dry. Dry as a bone. Don't. The tumble dryers suck. So just don't fucking yes. bother. Because you'll just hate yourself more. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, oh, just, just an arse aching. You'd always end up. We, I don't know if you had this. We always ended up with like a random pair of pants that mm-hmm. were, weren't ours mm-hmm. in our. And I'm still baffled because it happened very regularly. And there'd be the three of us girls that would share the tumble dry. If you won one more time. Um, we'd, we'd, we'd all be sat there and like, it was a bit like pass the parcel, you'd pass an item of clothing and if it was yours, you'd then put it in your, your pile, um, between us three and, um, yeah, and then we'd, the, these pants would go back and forth, no, they're not mine, oh no, 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 they're not mine. I was just going to say, my final bit of advice is when you are moving into your house, or if even if because some people do it in first year, they don't go into student accommodation. I would recommend going into student accommodation for first year. Yeah. You, they make it simple for you. Um, but when you move into a house, make sure even when you're moving to student accommodation. Actually, I've just done this really stupidly. But anyway, take photos of everything. Yes. Everything. Take videos. Take photos and back those photos up in case you lose your phone because a lot of people lose and break their phones in first year um and yeah store that somewhere yeah. because they will try and fuck you over yeah my accommodation tried to say that i had burnt the bottom of my shelves like somebody had put out like a cigarette or something on the shelving rack and i didn't think to take a photo of the bottom of my shelves because, like, why would I? Um, and I hadn't even noticed it was there until I moved out, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, so some, like, a smoker or someone had been in there and done that. And, um, yeah, so I had to argue with them. And I was like, look, I've, I don't smoke. This isn't me. And, and they would call about it and let me off. But um, we had a similar thing in our third year house. They tried to charge us 
um, for leaving. When we moved in, there was an extra iron, an extra toaster, and an extra kettle, I think, or something. And they tried to charge us for leaving them behind, even though they were there when we got there. And it was something like 40 quid or 60 quid removal mm-hmm. fees mm-hmm. for literally them gaining appliances. Definitely. Yeah. Don't, yeah, landlords are the massive cunts, generally. Um, Especially student landlords, because... Student landlords are worse. They know they can get you for anything. And they can feel fairly confident you'll just give up because you just want your small deposit back. So you'll be like, you'll take whatever, you'll take half. Um, yeah. But don't. Definitely take pictures when you move in, before you unpack your stuff. Take pictures at the end, when you've packed up your stuff. Take pictures of every little thing. Take Make sure everything. that that scratch on the wall, take a picture of it. Take yeah. every... It's pictures of everything. It's going to look like a mess. You're going to need that because when you leave... Yeah, weird thing. My landlord, when I left second year, um, he tried to charge us all money for deep cleaning the house. Um, and I was like, no. No, I'm not actually accepting this because I don't. I know that I didn't leave that house in a mess. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, well, yeah, you did, you did, you did. His big issue was dust. He said right. there was dust, so we had to do a thick layer, thick deep clean, and it was like, and I was like, there wasn't, there was not. When I left, there wasn't there, and he basically his issue was we'd all left a week early because we all like two of them were going on a year abroad, the others we we already had somewhere else to go, so we moved out. Fine. Yeah. In the week that passed between us uh, moving out and the end of our contract. Dust yeah. settles. It's similar to how in your house you dust something, and within a few days there's some dust back on it. It's how dust goes. It settles. Um, yeah. And so he tried to claim that because there was dust in places, we hadn't cleaned it properly, and so he had to charge a hundred pounds each for a deep clean. Um, and so I was like, nope, it's not happening. It's not happening. And in the end, we went to. So here you go. Here's some good solid advice. So your deposit has to be kept in what they call a deposit protection scheme. So basically, that that money goes and is kept because the whole time that's your money. It's never the landlord's money. It's always your money. Okay, it's just it's just there as a security thing. So it goes into this account separate from the landlords. They can't spend that money legally. They cannot. At the end of it, the landlord goes through and looks at it and goes, "Well, I think you owe me a hundred quid for this." You disagree. Yeah. Now, you first step is you try and sort of help between you. The landlord will normally make it difficult for you. When you reach the point where you know there's no progress being made, you go to the next step, which is, um, I forget what's called, but it's dispute resolution. Basically, you yeah. both provide your evidence, you know, and it's on the landlord to prove his... So you don't, it's not on you to prove that you haven't... Or like, yeah, it's, it's not it's on you to prove that there's Because they're the one asking for the money. He has to prove there was Okay. Yeah. At that point, he puts his thing forward and he puts his case forward. You then put your case forward. They, as an independent person, they're not, they're not like biased or either side. They look at it and they go, "This is the conclusion." And in that situation, we went through. They called us up. Yeah, you got your money back. Really quick decision because the pictures yeah. sent were like, it was like a bit of dust. Like <laughs> he couldn't yeah. charge for that because it was within like the guidelines of it being reasonable um, wear and tear kind of thing. Like. Yeah. It was dust. So don't be afraid to be a dick and really push for it because landlords will definitely try and cheat you out of a bit extra. You're being overcharged. 
your 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 place at uni. Whatever's happening, you're definitely being overcharged for it because you're a student and you can be exploited. Yeah. Um, and they will even in the end try and claw a little bit more out of you. So give them the finger and say, nope, I want my See, dollar back. We paid for one of their recommended cleaning companies to cut. I mean, even though we spent ages cleaning that house anyway, but um, we paid £100 each to have our house deep cleaned because we've been there for two years and we needed the carpets done and we would have had to rent equipment and stuff. So it just worked out like cheaper for us to pay for somebody to to come in. But... um. Yeah, like, be prepared as well. I hadn't really thought this through, but um, you you have to pay a deposit for your second-year house. Yeah. But if, if you are like me, who took the longest contract, so I took a contract of a year for my student accommodation so I could be there over summer, you are going to have an overlap where you're paying rent for two places and you've got a fork out for a deposit. Yeah. So be prepared for that. You might need to work or whatever. You also need guarantors. So um, you need people to be able to, who are homeowners within the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like we, because we're in Oxford, our house was valued at like, I don't know, 650,000 Much more than my little Birmingham house would have been. <laughs> like it was a very, like, I mean, it, was, it wasn't anything spectacular, but because of it where it was... It's yeah, it's expensive. So, um, like, how how much was your deposit? Uh, it was four hundred pounds, I think. Yeah, guess how much mine was. Like, I'm gonna say at least up. I'm gonna say eight hundred. Eight hundred and seventy-five. Jesus. So yeah, be be prepared to be rinsed. Um. And then, yeah, you, you pay that money and then you're like, oh, well, yeah, well, I'll get it back. And then you stay there for two years. And then by the time you get it back, it pays off your overdraft. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's like, your money to get back for sure. Um, and my final piece would be kind of attached to that. Um, there is a lot of pressure from virtually every direction for you to decide in first year of in two months who you're living with the next oh year my God, and where yes. you're living. Yep. Do not... Do not fall pressure to that because if you go to a student lesson agent, which you will, they will try and rush you so quickly into making yeah. a decision on where you're living. It's insane. You don't make a decision that fast on where you want to live the next year. Also, no. and this is the thing, they will definitely try to press you and make you make it seem like there is one house available. And if you miss it, you're yeah. homeless. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. You're living in a university city. There are houses everywhere. You will find somewhere. It is inevitable, right? Especially in somewhere like Birmingham. There's five universities in Birmingham. There's a shit ton of student accommodation. So just don't stress. Like, take longer than... If in January you still don't have a house and you don't have an idea who you're living with, relax. You can start then. It's all good. Yeah. You will be fine. And you'll probably find that if you take a bit longer, you'll find somewhere that is nice and you're comfortable with. Because some student yeah. houses are <laughs> pretty nasty. Oh my Don't God. get rushed to sign the contract for a house that looks like a piece of shit. And if make sure you look... go and see it as well. Yeah. Like, view it. Because yeah, we definitely. viewed one that looked great on pictures and it just stunk of boys. Yeah. It just stunk of stinky, stinky boys. Um, 
Yeah. And and there was no light. Like there was um, it was a really long house, and it was semi detached. Mm-hmm. So, or it was yeah semi detached, and um, there was no light natural light in some of mm-hmm. the rooms, mm-hmm. which you need. You, you need do. natural you light because you're gonna spend a lot of time in that room. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, university advice. is just very like strange. Like, there's a lot of people at every juncture who try to take advantage of you and press you into making a decision. So, yeah, just be prepared to give a lot of people a finger and say, "Nope, I'm going to take a bit longer on this because I need that extra time." You'll thank yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't say yes to people to move in with if, like, out of being nice. Absolutely not. Like, don't if you feel bad for someone because they haven't found housemates yet. You don't... That's nope. not your problem. It's not your that's job. That's their problem. Not your responsibility. Because you will end up miserable if you end up just saying yes to someone and then don't like them and they cause you a load of issues. Yeah. Um, and there will be people you don't like. And the chances are, if you end up... And the student accommodations these days, I mean, they're getting bigger and bigger for the, how many people are in one flat. Like... You were the same as me, I think, Chris. You had, um, what, six people in your first flat? Um, we actually had was it eight, eight people. Eight. Yeah, four boys, four girls. It's it can be like the I mean eight eight is quite a lot. We there was six yeah. of us, but I know there's some houses that have like fourteen like yeah. flats, which you're not gonna like all of them. <laughs> and they're not all gonna like you. Yeah. So just accept it. Accept it. As, It'll be easier for you. And have the best time if you're going to uni. Oh my god! Yeah, this. like we uh, maybe I focus a lot on the negatives. But that's just because I think if you're aware you. of the negatives, you can enjoy the positives. And there are positives. I've met some great people by going to uni. I've had some great times. Um, and I wouldn't be, you know, I, I'm not really convinced that we'd be sat here doing this podcast had I not gone to university and done things I've done. So, yeah, I can safely say that they were like the best three years of my life. Like, even though right. I'm still at uni. Yeah. Are they all right? I'm not sure I'd go. I'm not sure. It's because I, d- I didn't think I'd say that any years so far are the best. Yeah, that's... They've, they've been years. <laughs> they've been years of varying uh, varying goodness. But, yeah. They're right. Anyway, we, 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 we love you. Much um, love. I actually have an so... idea for next week's podcast. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's weird. Ooh. Normally, okay, I'm not good with ideas. Um, because I either don't have any... Or if I have them, I don't like to tell people about them because I'm worried that they'll be shit. So it's it, for a lot of these, Cat has been really good at coming up with these ideas and things, and then we've we've gone from there. But here's an idea: we'll workshop it. If you hate it, just tell me you hate it, and we won't do it. Okay, I hate it. No, I'm all right, fair enough. End <laughs> off. No, um, as you know, I am a. I have long said that there should be a business called African Jeans. Yeah. Which focuses on making jeans for um for those people with with big big bums big booties um, and thick thighs um and what i think would be really good is i would love to know what people's idea for a like business would be if you could start a business oh. if you could like create a business or like create a I love product, this what would it be what i'm saying is we're gonna have like dragons then but you give us yes. the vague idea you, you give us as much or as this information as you want Bear yes. in mind, if you give us less, I'm just going to turn it into... I'll, we'll invent something in there. Um, I would love to know what your ideas are, and we will judge them 
and let you know Beautiful. whether we'd, we'd, uh, we'd put money behind it or not. What, what do you think? I love this idea so much. And who doesn't love Dragon's Den? Right, so, this week, for the music, should we roll into that? So welcome to the music segment. How, how are you? How are you doing? How are you today? I know you probably just listened to the podcast, but how are you again? Just checking in. You doing all right? You having a good time? Good. If you're not, then why are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that you should leave. I mean, if you're here now, it would be rude to leave. You may as well settle in, drop a like on the video, subscribe, follow, that kind of thing. With this week, I was so glad that you submitted songs early because I, when I'm, I don't know if other people find this, but when you've got deadlines, I can't listen to songs I know because yeah. I, I get distracted. Um, and sometimes I pick music that I don't necessarily like either so that I can just not get distracted by it again. Like I just, it's just in the background. And then I sat there and I was like, I really want to listen to music, but I have no idea what to listen to. And then I saw your message and that you'd uploaded I didn't tracks. know that this was going on. I just did it. This was unrelated, but it shows, look, we're in sync. You know? I was so, yeah, I was so excited. I actually do, do know one of the songs on this list, which was Bloom by the Paper Kites. Nice. Um, because, because I was doing my work whilst I was listening to your tracks as well. So I listened to them all, then I liked them. So then I just kept them on repeat whilst I was working. Three songs on repeat. I don't know what I was thinking, but got me through. And um, I realised... I thought, oh, has it gone on to one of my other playlists? Because I know this song. And no, you you popped it in and I did know it. Um, yeah, it's um, it's actually, uh, I'm just looking here. Apparently it was released in September 2010. I discovered it um, last week um, because... It's really, like, b very well streamed. It's a very well-known song. Yeah, I think that's it. I am, um, again, it seems like I say this every week. Um, one of the people I watch on Twix, Twix... Twix? Twix? Oh, I fancy a Twix. Oh, I'd love a Twix. Maybe that's my sub subconscious. One of the people I watch on Twitch, um, Hi Max, you should definitely go follow him. Um, he hi, he was doing a drawing stream last week and had like these kind of songs going on in the background. And so I heard this song and I was like, this is really nice. I like this. And it, to be honest, it did feel kind of familiar. So maybe that's why. Um, yeah. But I was like, we'll whack it on the playlist because I quite enjoy it. So um, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, just um, like indie chill. It was nice because it was sort of um, throwback to my youthful indie days at school. I, I guess that is sort of reminded me of because um, I I sort of listen to more like pop and rock now. Yeah. Um, it was quite nice going back to sort of indie because I do like indie. I just don't um, like get as many recommendations and stuff these days so it was really nice um yeah yeah i just found a really nice kind of sweet song you know yeah it's like yeah. it's just like a nice innocent like it is a very it is the kind of song that sends me back about 10 years because it feels a lot more carefree it's just very yeah. um you know like it's okay guess what we're going back to the lyrics boys um so it's just very nice and it's like 
Oh, in the morning when I wake and the sun is coming through. Oh, you fill my lungs with sweetness and you fill my head with you. That's like, ah, yeah. that's very nice. It's just all very like. Whenever I say lovely, I think airy, of Piers. Airy. Um, sake. Because lovely is a word that I now just associate with Piers for some reason. Don't know. Why. Um, but it is very lovely. It's just very nice, very sweet. It's like it's like a nice hug at the end of it. I keep listening to it in yeah, like the evening. And and it's just like, hey, it's all good. We're gonna be like right. Looking at the um, song details, it's called Bloom by the Paper Kites on the Woodland EP. All of those words, like I just feel like you know when you get um, sort of those gimmicky frames and they have something in it already and they'll they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. say like a, a bunch of like nice words on yeah. a piece of paper it just sort of makes me think of that that you'd have woodland bloom yeah pa- paper kites like it is just all... nice and it's not you know i don't you know, i think it's not a bad thing for me i i like it it's just like yeah it's just i like it you know it just makes me feel calm and i think that's nice it's not yeah yeah it, we it, went for kind of different vibes this week we did we did um and speaking of i suppose i should probably go there um so <laughs> 1933 by frank turner now do you, so do you know frank turner to start I, you've, you've shown me frank turner before um he's my fave but i haven't in ages um yeah now i'm not gonna lie to you I saw 1933. Oh, and, and like, you were like, uh-oh, here oh, we no, go. no, 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 this isn't, don't do it, don't do it. And, um... It I... shouldn't be that happy, should it? You shouldn't have a song <laughs> called 1933. It's like, oh, fuck. And then it's, it's happy. Yeah, if no. someone who studied history and therefore studied the Nazis virtually every Hitler single year of secondary school. Hitler coming to power, yeah. Um, 1933 is just me going, no, oh, no. It's going to be about the Nazis. Um, and I, I obviously I wasn't worried. I was about to listen to some like pro-Nazi song. But like, I was just like, oh, it's going to be so depressing. Um, and it, it is, but it's, it's not. not. <laughs> like, that's the beauty of Frank Turner. He like, um, what? What's the, what is uh like he has the catchphrase saying like um happy songs for sad people or something like that yeah. like um I'm gonna hate myself for not knowing this but anyway like it just it just really suits the he likes he suits the overthinkers of the indie punk genre Hello. yeah exactly That's me. <laughs> you will love him you just need time with him. He like, he is he is brilliant. And this song was really like so I, I listened to it and I was like, Alright, I see what you're saying here. Um because what it, what I got from it was this sense of it's kind of what a lot of people have said and I think maybe it's possibly a little bit over dramatized, but you know. Um, all the stuff with that orange baby over in America, that's right, Donald Trump, um, and various other politicians have they are doing a lot of things or had been doing a lot of things that were kind of you could see parallels with some of the things the nazis did not in the same way obviously yeah. but in a sense of them saying really simple things for really complex problems like 
Donald Trump was a master of simplifying things down to the most stupid things and giving you a simple reason for why something wasn't happening. And and people would believe it because they were desperate. And it was yeah. very similar to how he rose to power in the first place in terms of Hitler. So yeah. I got that and I was like, all right, I see what you're saying. You're like, it feels like it feels like we're repeating ourselves in a sense. Again, it's different contexts, different levels. Um, but I kind of got that. But I also can appreciate it from the the musical side of it. It's just a very upbeat song. It's a bit like you know, it almost feels like he's going, fucking hell, we're back here again. I don't, I'm not interested right now. Like, I'm just going to go have yeah. a drink because this is fucking bullshit. How are we back here again? Yeah. Like, you guys pour me a drink and I'm going to go out back. So, you know, I weirdly, I was like, I don't know how you've managed to make something depressing sound upbeat, but good on yeah. you, Frank. <laughs> and like, I just love the uh, screaming at, the grandkids that we already did this i just love that because it's just so the idea of history repeating itself but yeah. in, a, in in a, a new type of way and i just it's just, he's just so talented i just love him so much um earlier uh, what i the um album and i couldn't think of the fucking name and also the sort of catchphrase it's well i mean it's positive songs for negative people that's the see, one. which is the album but i think that's a really way of describing the fan base as well like yeah positive songs for negative people i just think that ugh. he's also got a song called thatcher fucked the kids i <laughs> like he's just <laughs> such a legend honestly he just just <laughs> listen to frank turner he will change your life he he is if I had, you know, the whole like desert island, what would you take if you were stuck on desert island yeah. thing? Like having Frank Turner's album, or you know, don't don't do the whole. Oh yeah, but you need to take a CD player and all that shit. Like no, like no, no, no. Frank Turner's album, like it's just Frank Turner. I would just take Frank you Turner take with Frank me. Turner. Yeah, play. and a guitar. There you go. Frank Turner guitar and Pierce. And there we go. That, that's oh I'm my done. god, that I would pay to see that actually. Oh. Frank Turner and Pierce. That would be a how can I make that happen? I want that now. Brilliant. Fucking anyway, brilliant. Anyway, um, should we move on to Beck? You're, oh my god, that's another like bit of a, a throwback sort of like with Beck. I haven't listened to Beck in so long. Yeah. And that was, I had a moment where I was like, is this, is this Beck? Like Beck Beck? And I was like, is this like some new band? And then I was like, no, nope. it's Beck. It's him. Um, Still going. Caught me by surprise. I really vibed with this song. This was actually my favourite out of your songs, I think. I heard it on a, a like, it was on a, a TV show or something, and I shazammed it, um, and it came up, you and it was shazammed. like, by yeah. Beck. And I'm like, this isn't Beck, don't... But, yeah, but you know that's how Shazam what I sometimes did. just gives you the wrong song, and you're like, no, come on, try again. And so I did it three, four times, and every time it was like, yep, this is it. And I'm like, I'm going to listen, but if you're wrong, I'm uninstalling you. And as you can tell, Shazam remains installed on my phone. Um, yeah, it's not... I think because I haven't listened to Beck in so long. Listening yeah. to this, I was like, hello, are you the same person? Honestly, like, I just... Yeah, I just, it just it didn't process my head. Sorry, I was scrolling through um, Spotify and to see, like, when his sort of really popular stuff came out. And, I mean, he, he had an album out in 94, which is four years before either of us were well five yeah. years before you and four years for me um yeah before either of us were born which is just like 
He's basically been quite crazy. good at reinventing himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like in staying it's it's a difficult thing I've always thought as a musician to find a way to stay um relevant in that sense or like popular. Yeah. To be um, commercial. And yeah. not a lot of people manage it. A lot of bands kind of you know, they have their sound and they just kind of stick with it. So it's like a and they don't really um evolve as such. Um, which is fine. That's not a bad thing, but it's different things. But this is a very like poppy song, yeah. right? Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not dated or anything. It doesn't feel think. dated, and, and I yeah. I, I'm gonna do it because you're probably too scared to. But like Coldplay, I mean, you you think people can slag them off all they want, but they are probably one of the best examples for a band that have reinvented themselves to keep themselves relevant throughout their lifespan. I think like, that's the thing. Definitely. Definitely. Each one of their albums is kind of... I think that's why part of the reason why people don't like them and Purple is because they don't... Their sound adapts with each album. It's slightly different. It's slightly more... Like, this is the band that went from doing, like, acoustic songs with a guitar and stuff and fine to making a song with Avicii. Um, yeah. Like, it's a band with... They, they've, you know... To get your opinions on them, they do try to kind of keep evolving, keep changing, keep trying new things. And I think you have to commend that in a musician. And I think it's really good um, that the Beckers managed to stay relevant for, you know, what's that, 14? No, 14? Tw- tw- yeah. 20, 24. Oh, whatever. However many years. Like, I couldn't do maths then at all. But, like, how you can do it and create a song <laughs> like this that is just really good. I had it on repeat. This one song for a day almost. Yeah, no, I, that's why I could repeat when I was listen, uh, when I was doing my work and stuff. It's, it's just a total. It's a bop. I honestly, it made me feel like, especially with the like the weather's been a bit sunnier this week, and it's it does have that effect on so you, making you feel a bit more positive, yes. even if you're not. In my case, I've been feeling a quite tired, person. but weirdly positive <laughs> and tired. Um, and yeah, this just it was a really good bop. Um, yeah. I liked it. I liked it for sure. And it was it was nice to to have that moment of, oh, you're still going. And you're not sounding bad. Fair play to you. I was gonna go on to your one. I was gonna go on to okay. Nothing Ever Changes by Oh Sodi. Um Yes. A bit deep. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um it reminded me a bit her voice. Um oh wait now, hang on, let me remind myself. Um Yes, it reminded me a little bit of um, Katie Baser from last week. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Last week? Two weeks ago, maybe. Two weeks. That sounds about right. Two weeks ago. It's that kind of, there's something in her voice that just, it felt kind of similar in, in terms of her actual voice. But um, yeah, the song, it's pretty deep, huh? Oh, yeah. So the the sort of story of it, which, are, again, I love storytelling lyrics. Mm. Um. Is about a person in her life who's um, dealing with an alcohol addiction and just that they can't, basically that she's just devastated and she can't have them in her life anymore because they're just too toxic to be around and the idea that if you loved me enough then you would quit. Yeah. It's just, it's just a very... I heard that song um, and... It's it's a shame because it's not one of her most popular songs. I mean, I'm glad she's popular and she's got other 
songs that are doing well, but for me that song was just it it'll be relatable to a lot of people, but for sure. um it just hit home, you know, you were fucking hell, like that song actually you, you know, made me feel things. So I almost I could almost picture myself in the situation. That's the um Yeah. The skill to which it I felt like, oh my god, this is horrible. This is so like it must feel awful to be in a situation with someone that you love. Um mm. and you just you're desperate to try and help them to help them get past this thing. And in the end, you have to leave because you just can't with it anymore. There's like a little second song in it at the end. Um, like an outro thing and um, it, she says you can't buy love or laughter or happiness and that's just sort of like on repeat. You can you can just hear it. You can hear it in her voice that she's like it's, it's, you, it's gone. Like it's, you can tell it's the end though and she's just like look, I have to leave you can't do, you can't buy me presents to make me forget. I'm not going to stick around anymore. It's I've I, you, I've had enough of this, and I um. Yeah, it was really. Nice. It definitely made me feel things. Where, where would you um, like to go? Uh, so I think we should. Uh, she's twenty, by the way. I think we should go on to your your last song. Okay. Tell me, tell me about your last song. Um. Yeah. So it is a long one. I'm just looking here. Five minutes eighteen. Um. Is it that long? It didn't feel that long. Doesn't feel like it at all. Um. It's very um dreamlike kind of thing maybe like that kind of thing of like the guitar riff is just it's like it's all very like calming and like your brain kind of just naturally yeah calms itself um and i wasn't able to find actual lyrics because i think it's quite a new song but i was reading this thing and it was about um i think they compared it to being like um feeling overwhelmed and kind of like immensely like emotional and weighed down what what did you think i again like it just sort of it was very chill and very sort of like easy listening and dreamlike sort of like you said um and i've just i know what you're on about because it says flood is one long metaphor for being completely overwhelmed and overcome by someone and losing all sense of control within them yeah for sure for sure that was it that was it um yeah, so they, they said that process allowed bassist jo- Josh Longman to explore his father's death along with singer Jenna Kyle, who was dealing with the end of her long-term relationship. And it's, you know, it's like it's like a weird Venn diagram where you have these different situations, but the overlapping feeling is that feeling of yeah, being completely overwhelmed. I love yeah. it. And it was also um, when I initially... So I spent a, a while looking for, um, their, for, for a band because I was like, I want to find someone who I've not listened to before, someone kind of local, someone. And so this band is from they're actually from Buckinghamshire, um, ah. born in Aylesbury, which is not a million Ooh. miles away from either of us. It's that it's halfway between both of us actually. Pretty yeah. much, it's not not too far at all. Um, so it's kind of it feels quite local, but apparently they're now based in like London. Um, they define themselves as being sadcore. Which I love. Sad call. That's so cute. I'm going to start using that from now on. But yeah, so they were kind of local to us at one point anyway. Um, Just a really nice song. It does not feel as long as it is. Um, In fact, if anything, 
when I listened to it the first time, I was like, oh, wait, I want more of that. So, you know, realistically, I spent about 10 minutes with this song. Um, as it just, yeah, it, it, if you switch off from the lyrics, you just kind of float and you just kind of switch off and you're just calm again. And both um, the Sudi song and your last one, um, Danny Murphy and Falling, were more um, held back and restrained kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. You 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 smooth, you did that very smoothly. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm with Danny Danny Murphy song. So Danny Murphy actually, um, I found I found her on TikTok. TikTok, you say? You never find um, songs on TikTok. No, and it wasn't. What happened was she'd posted this video that had gone viral of uh, her at a Jessie J concert when she was fourteen, I think, and Jessie J gave her the mic to sing part of it and she just popped off and was like brilliant um and yeah and she started writing songs and I thought oh I'll I'll um have a listen and I really liked the song I thought it was good like good songwriting um example and um it's been it's been saved it's been on my like list because like I said earlier I haven't really been listening to too much new music this past week just because I've been studying and so I was sort of in a panic, like, what songs can I put on the list? And I was going through and I re- remembered the name and clicked on it. I was like, oh, my God, yes, this song. Why didn't I listen to this more? It's, it's good. Um, it's great. It talk like it talks about um, sort of weight issues as well, um, you know, about I think it's like fitting into that dress. Um, it but it's saying you know about being body positive and um, you know that that's not it's it's not very important you know yeah for sure and it was something I should go listen to this and it I'm glad that it's happening at the moment um, there's a lot of um, young females coming into the music industry and releasing music and and just yeah doing their thing they're not um, it doesn't feel like they're necessarily trying to produce something that is like just a standard pop song. There's yeah. a there's a message in there. There's always a message in there. That's the thing I've definitely got with a few of these now, with with the Katie Baser song a couple of weeks back, with this, with the Sodi song. It's that kind of thing of these new new young female artists coming through and and, and just singing a bit about their experiences. And I think that's really good. I like yeah. that. I think it's a good, positive thing for music, and I'm, yeah, I'm kind of quite excited to see where it goes. You know. Yeah, I want to see. She's she's actually quite small. She's doing. Um, she's nearly on a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, but. Um, well, guys, let's get in there. Let's be in there before hundred k. Exactly, but this song is is fourteen on fourteen thousand streams, so. I just find that astonishing. It sounds like it should be in the charts. Like she's oh, for awesome. sure. I so I listened to it before I like googled it or anything, like I do of all these songs. And so I was like, listen to it. And I was like, oh yeah, this is by someone who must have been around for a while. Googling, yeah. I'm like, why am I finding so little on this person? Yeah, <laughs> like I was getting angry. I was like, am I spelling it wrong? Am I being an idiot? Um, and she's just very new to this. And I was like, brilliant. Well, we're here at the beginning, so everyone, let's get on this. Yeah. Stream it. Listen to the playlist. Listen to the whole playlist. Available now. 
she's only 17. How crazy Whoa, is that? Whoa, okay. That's even crazier. Like? Like. Oh, I really loved, I forgot about this. I really loved the production on this track. I'd be interesting to see who, who did it because it was very like, sort of like Ariana Grande it was vibes, like Dua Lipa. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um. In fact, it reminded me signed. of, I don't know if you remember last week, the song by um, PIA. Um, yes. Fall Apart. It was that kind of thing of like, yeah, it was very nice, very, um, in some ways, just quite simple. Like, it's just her and a piano, but the, it does the production in there as well. And it just, it takes it up a level, you know? Yeah. In ways yeah. that I can't describe, but it, it's, it, it's good. It's good. For sure. Let's be, let's get in there, people. Get in there. Let's, let's stream there. it. Let's follow. She's let's be in. 400k yeah before she blows up and she's yeah. this ma- we can be the cool kids who say yeah i knew about danny murphy i was here yeah i'd be interested to go and see her at a concert to be honest i actually because i think she will she will blow up anyway um, yeah, thank definitely. you for listening to our podcast absolutely um, please get in touch with your um your business ideas or your like i'm ready yes. i'm ready for this we're gonna have our little dragons then rip off um and I'm ready to invest or not in your ideas. <laughs> and it will put us in good stead because what episode are we on now? 13? 13. So next will be 14. So then the week after that will be a deep, meaningful, serious podcast. So it will be nice to have like... Oh, I would... Next week we are having a gap. Yes, we are. I forgot to say. Um... I've got deadlines, and Chris needs a break for himself. I just need to be able to rest because my life has seemingly not stopped, even though I'm not doing much. Work that one yeah. out. But um, we're going to have a week <laughs> off because it, it, it's what we kind of need just yeah. for ourselves to, to not be too overwhelmed. And I think we'd rather take a week off and come back refreshed rather than... um carry on and make a really shit podcast exactly i'd hate editing it we'd hate listening back to it and i'd feel bad forever for releasing that and we now have an extra week to sort of get your ideas and stuff yeah. which so really i cool. will look forward to receiving your business plans and i'll see you in two weeks time to uh play the numbers game okay we <laughs> amsr wait a ASMR. Yeah, did I say it right? Oh, I don't know. But anyway. Goodbye, everyone. See you later. Bye.